We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Whether you're moving in together for the first time. This can be your closet. Or you're a new parent to a little fur baby. Viva Paper Towels can help you maintain a clean home. They're two times more durable when wet compared to the leading value brand. So they clean like cloth, helping you pick up after your new pet in your new home. For an exceptional cloth-like clean, use Viva Towels. Visit vivatowels.com to learn more and start fresh with a clean feeling of home. This is Rams Uncensored with Matt Herrera. Just learn how to roll with the punches, bro. Brian Joano. You're just a bunch of little bitches. Tommy Avance. I look like the staple of Marshmallow Man right now. And Mark Luhan. I tried to get Russ to join us last minute here, but he's ghosting. You have now entered the danger zone. I'll give you a virtual hug, too. So we had the news break last week about Todd Gurley, supposedly from a New England Patriots beat writer, nonetheless, that said Todd Gurley has arthritis in his knees. So let's dive into this a little bit. Do we guys do we think this is true? I mean, we know there was something going on since the Raider game, since Monday night, because later in the season, you know, we've talked about this on other podcasts that we, we learned he hurt himself in that game. This uh, sounds legit to me. That's why the Rams aren't talking about it. If you, if it wasn't true, wouldn't you raise your hand and say so? But the silence speaks volumes, in my opinion. I think that 
he has arthritis in his knee because once you tear any ligaments in your knee, um, the onset of arthritis is usually 10 years or less, and it could start as quickly as two to three years based on medical history of those types of injuries. So I believe it. Uh, and it's complicated because we he's coming off the highest running back contract paid in history uh, after last summer. And, you know, people aren't comfortable with limiting a running back who's getting paid that much. But if you're the Rams and Todd Gurley, the, the only thing you can do is limit his his touches to get as much from him, right? And and still have longevity, see him carry on in the league for another four or five years. Yeah, and I mean, it's just bad luck on our part. You know, I mean, everybody wants to say, oh, we signed them too early. But I mean, you can't predict this kind of stuff. It just happened, and and they took that chance signing them early. I mean, who wouldn't have signed them the way he was playing? Look, look, though, honestly, okay, yes, he has arthritis in his knee. Not knees, knee. He has it in his knee. I have arthritis in my knee. I know what it's like. You know, you, you can't overuse it, but you can't underuse it. You can't just sit out and say, okay, I expect to be healthy for the playoffs. The the thing is, is there just has to be a certain level that he uses it and you got to kind of shut it off, but you can't underdo it. You can't let him rest like he did before the playoffs and then expect him just to turn it on because it doesn't work that way. I, I can tell you now when I'm active, that's the best my knee feels, but I have to just limit it because if I overdo it, it's going to swell. Before this news even broke about this, Les Snead was talking about limiting him anyways. So, I mean, this is just the way you got to go. So he's got to be warm enough, right? Is that what you're saying? Like he's got to be warm enough. And you have to also understand that, Matt, you have to also understand anytime anybody has surgery in their knee, that starts arthritis. So anybody that's had knee surgery, it just depends on your family genetics and how that works, but everybody who gets knee surgery eventually gets arthritis. Obviously Todd Gurley had started earlier than others. And I mean, we saw Will Blackman as well. He had a video going viral about him talking about never being on the injury report list, being hurt, but, but playing with arthritis. So it's doable. Fucking Matt sounds like he's a little bitch. Like, listen to me. I'm all professional, and I'm going to act like I'm on the radio. Hey, Matt, <laughs> just fucking talk to the fucking <laughs> Just fucking talk. <laughs> right? Right? Just saying. Oh, God, just saying. killing me. <laughs> oh, good Lord. Let's shift things over to free agency now, right? We got John Sullivan, Rams didn't take his option. Offensive line, let's talk about this. Because John Sullivan's gone. You've been really critical of how the interior of the offensive line's been, Tommy. I mean, they played relatively well this year. They just got physically dominated in a couple of games. But for the most part, they were dishing out the punishment uh, more than receiving it. But as far as the salary cap is concerned... You know, we see this every year. You have to rotate players in and out of your roster with higher salaries that are getting older as long as you have someone that you believe you can plug in in his place already on your roster that you've drafted in the last year or two, which is going to save you a ton of money 
by putting him in there, right? So you can pay other guys that might be coming up that you want to keep and so on and so forth. So if it was me right now, I would give the guys on our team the opportunity to compete at left guard and center and let them go for it and see who can win those jobs. And obviously we're going to draft some guys and we might bring in some veterans and free agency here or there, but why not just let our great offensive line coach coach up the guys we already got, like Allen and Nelbloom, and just right. put them in there and save some money to spend on other positions like inside linebacker and safety. I think that, that we really need beautiful. to address those positions. That is beautiful, Tommy. You 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 make great points. You gotta fucking let some of these fucking dirt bags go. I'm not saying Sullivan's a dirt bag, but he cost way too much damn money. He really did for a guy that was marginal at best. So we're you know? happy with Brian Allen and, and Joseph Noteboom coming in and trying to I'm not saying I'm not I'm not saying I'm happy with them. I, I don't know. Right. I haven't seen what they can do yet. Right. But I'm happy with giving them a shot to compete. I'm happy with maybe bringing in a veteran or drafting more around there. I mean, this is the problem that the Rams have actually had the last couple of years is they've just got rid of all their draft capital and they just keep on bringing veterans in when they need to eventually build that depth through the draft so they can keep people at cost control contracts. And then you use that money in other places where you see a guy that could be an immediate impact and maybe help out like on the free agent market, if Justin Houston or somebody like that comes as a free agent or CJ Mosley, who's going to be there inside linebacker as Tommy was referring. We need somebody or even an Earl Thomas, who knows Eric Weddle. There's so many people out there that could be impact players. So you guys don't think there's any chance they try to bring back John Sullivan or Mark Barron back on cheaper deals. If they were even, willing to come back on cheaper deals you guys are you guys writing that off totally no but i don't think that they will because i wouldn't take less money especially when you're at the tail end of your career you got to get as much as you can while you can because for the rest of your life you got to make stretch what you have in the bank you know so i'm if i'm those guys i'm trying to get whatever my agent's throwing at me hey you got this you got this you got this and you got this show it to your wife hey we got these four cities we can move to or we could stay here and take this pay cut. I mean, it's just up to them personally what they want to do, you know? They wouldn't just flat out cut you. They would offer to restructure before they cut you. So there's probably that restructure offered possibly if they wanted to keep those guys around and they denied it, meaning they're going to move the hell on. Well, yeah, I mean, you got to think of it this way too. They're still getting paid from the Rams because when you get cut, you still get a portion of your guaranteed money. They're just There's going to be dead money on your cap and you're still paying those guys. Absolutely. So I might I might say, you know what? I'm a double dip. Peace out. So what I'm getting, though, is really what's more important that what you kind of alluded to earlier, Tommy, is that you're comfortable spending less money on the offensive line, and you want to see the Rams spend maybe like a $10, $13 million a year contract on like a C.J. Mosley or Earl Thomas. So like if we could spend 13 or $10 million on one player in a free agency – like what? 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 Top three players would it be, Tommy? What? Who? What top three players do you think the Rams should go after if they can offer that much? If they're not gonna, you know, r- try to go after Saffold and give him a big contract now that they've cleared some space up too. Well, I mean, my top guy would be C.J. Mosley, of course. I'm a big fan of. If you don't have amazing 
uh, middle linebackers in a 3-4, you really don't have a great 3-4 defense. And we saw that all year long. We could blame the defensive line all we want for overshooting their gaps, but if the middle linebackers were in those gaps, we wouldn't have this problem. You didn't see guys like, I mean, I know Ray Lewis is like super great, one of the greatest of all time, if not the greatest of all time, but he knew how to man the middle of a defense in the 3-4, and you got to you got to be an instinctive player. You can't over-pursue. That's literally your job. You have to just be instinctive, and, and C.J. Mosley is that guy for sure. So he would be my top. As far as what do we do in top three, I like Earl Thomas. Um, who would I go for at three? I'm actually at a loss right now. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to leave it at two. I haven't even dove into free agency that much, and we have such a – when you have a Super Bowl team – it's hard to, you know, pick that roster apart and go, well, we need to do – no, we don't need to make a lot of changes. We just made the Super Bowl. We just need a little bit of this and a little bit of that, you know. They just need some seasoning. A little bit. It's kind of like when you eat kind of like, Lowry's. It's kind of like when you eat a steak. If you throw the steak on the grill and you don't put some seasoning, it's still good, but it could be better. Yeah, that's right. You know, I'm going to throw out a kind of surprise one. I, I do think safety is a need, but I'm thinking about the price tags. But I'm also seeing that there's a lot of quality safeties out there. Uh, Ha-Ha Clinton Dix fits a mold for me. Great center fielder. I think one. he would work well. I think he would fit well with um, JJ back there. Um, I think that would be a really good mix that you could probably get at a decent price tag. Um Love C.J. Mosley. I don't know if we're going to spend the money on him, to be honest with you, but I would love to bring him in. Um, other than that, I don't know if I have a, a third favorite or not. I, I, I really love Eric Weddle. Um, I don't know how much – I mean, he's still a great player. I don't know what he's got left in the tank. I don't know if he wants to come back to L.A. He is a California boy, so that, there is that possibility. Uh, so let's go Earl Thomas at free safety, obviously. Uh, Danny Shelton and C.J. Mosley. I think those fill the holes that we have rather nicely. Uh, definitely uh, positions that needed to be upgraded. That, you know, didn't play so well at that position last year. So that's what I'd like to see. I tend to hope they do go more safety. So my wish list would definitely have to be – one of the top safeties out there. I like Thomas and Weddle, but one thing I really do like is Darian Stewart because he's a former Ram. He played with Wade Phillips, and yeah, he's just. But I think he'd be a perfect villain for if since Joiner's not coming back. He also set Cooper Cup up for that torn ACL. Yeah, that one that one's hard to swallow too because I think the Rams just they did, they should have just sat Cooper down for a month. Just let him rest. When you sprain any one of your ligaments in your knee, you should not be playing for a while. Like especially, we were weren't like we were we undefeated at the time, yeah, or even, or just one loss or whatever the case. No, no, we we were un, we were undefeated, yeah. and they brought him back in the second half. Yeah, yeah, and and he hurt his he hurt his knee in Denver, right? And then he tore it in L.A. against the Seahawks, correct? Yeah, so I think he took like one or two games off and then he came back and played. 
Yeah, yeah, he came back that game and and he got hurt and then he you know he he irritated it again and then he came back in and then he was just running around and his knee just gave out on him. But come on, man! Like now we know how important he really is because wow, what a difference our offense was without him. Like when when he becomes a free agent, like hey kid, whatever you need, bud. Just take it. Just dip your hand in the wallet and just grab whatever you can get out of there and just walk away. I'm good with it. He's, he's oh, there's amazing. no doubt in my mind we won the Super Bowl with him. Oh, I agree. Who's covering him? Who's right. covering him? He would be our our <laughs> good luck, Julian Edelman. Right? There, there's no, there's no doubt in my mind. If they would have just looked for fucking Josh Reynolds during the Super Bowl, we would have won that game. He was open the whole time. He would have scored three touchdowns. So, you know, that, just, that, just, started, dude. that just tells me he wasn't in the game plan. So they were going with their reads instead of freaking just, you know, it happens. They they, yeah, they were forcing the ball point. to a former Patriot trying to prove a right. point. They, they hardly threw point. the ball. How many times did they throw the ball to Brandon Cooks this year? Like not a ton. Like they did early on in the season, but there was a while where they didn't even target him. Like he was just a ghost. You know, and then all of a sudden in the Super Bowl, we're going to throw it to him almost every down. Give me a break, man. That was ridiculous. Well, you know what happened is earlier in the season, having Cooper Cup in there freed him up so much. And then it when did. Cooper Cup went down, that's when you saw Brandon Cooks kind of go team. away a little bit. And that's when Robert Woods started breaking open and started having big games. Mm-hmm. And then obviously – Josh Reynolds started having bigger games at that point as well because they were double teaming the shit out of. They should have just changed it up completely in the Super Bowl. I know we're we're beating a dead horse, but they should have threw the ball to Reynolds and Everett like the whole game. They should have just threw it to guys they hardly ever throw it to. Right? Let's do something completely different. It's okay. I like but, this. I like this rubber hole we're going down because so if these guys are healthy, if all three right receivers are healthy and are we have somewhat you know, solid line play. Let's say no, no boom is in at left guard and we have Brian Allen in at center. So let's say they're get, do we think the Rams get to the Super Bowl again with these three wide receivers? Because I mean, the way you guys are talking about them, you make me feel like they're the best trio in the NFL. Maybe not, not best number one or best number two, but the best collective, right? Yep. They are. I don't. I, I can't tell you a better receiving core um, than the Rams right now. I mean, if when Josh Reynolds is your fourth wide receiver, come on, dude. Now, now I have a question, Mark. Are you sucking on a titty or something, man? You've been kind of quiet. <laughs> What's going on over there, buddy? I'm muting. I just. I'm just listening to Matt sound like he did a fucking eight ball right now. <laughs> Whoa! No! No! Matt, are you in the rabbit hole still? Are you are you down there looking for carrots? Are you gonna suck on a carrot? <laughs> I'm fucking lost right now. What are you talking a about? A big orange a big orange carrot. <laughs> Dude, you Come went on, thugs and harmony there for a little bit. You fucking were just blazing fast with what you're talking about. Oh, was it, tell was me it? what you're gonna do. Is it the first of the month? 
<laughs> Get up, wake up. It's that time of the month for him. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm going to write a whole new song now. You just lit that one up. It's on, dude. We should do a music video. It's that time of the month. <laughs> all right, well, that's going to do it for this episode. You can find us all on Twitter. Myself at It's Matt in LA. Mark at LA Rams 520. Tommy at Ram Tommy in LA. And Brian at Brian. 81277. Let us know what you think and don't be afraid to get in the muck with us on Twitter. People like to just hear people fucking talk shit. <laughs> the NBA is back. Where else can you get this type of drama? Where else does history hang from the Raptors? Jalen Brown throws it down. Where else is your own city? Home to your biggest rival. The battle of LA is real, people. And 30 feet is still in range. Hurry. Where else can a city this loud be this slept on? Where else is history? Still in the making. Oh my goodness. Where else? The NBA. Only here. Season begins December 22nd on ABC, ESPN, TNT, and NBA TV. You can't control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand a chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in the new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series premiering Sunday, June 6th, only on Showtime. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.